Hey guys, welcome back for another episode, <laughs> a very special episode of the AltMed podcast. Andrew Dowling here and got some very, very special guests with us today. I think this is the first time, Mitch, we've ever done this in this format, but we are delighted to have Lauren Jackson, the legendary basketballer on. Hey, Lauren. Um, we've got Tom Matera from Levin Health and we've got uh, Dr. Jim to uh, to join Back us again. again. So yes. yeah, this is the the A team. Um, <laughs> There's also Mitch Kurtz here. Oh yeah, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. G'day guys. Yeah, yeah. Never just, heard of him. Just that guy. Well, everyone knows who you are, right? Well, so, well, now, now they do, <laughs> thankfully. Um, yeah. So basically, I think the, as always, we start with a little bit of an introduction on our esteemed guests, and it might be really good to hear a little bit about your story, Lauren, and how you uh, found medical cannabis, and then a little bit from you, Tom, as well afterwards. Just um, you know, because you're part of Eleven, so we want to hear that. Sounds good. <laughs> esteemed guests haven't been called that in a while. I'll take it. Usually just steamed guests. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to just hear my, some of my story up front? Absolutely. Yes, please. All right. Well, yeah, I think I've been pretty open about, you know, my history with my injuries and things like that. But I think, um, you know, the I retired in 2016 after about three years of just back-to-back surgeries, different injuries. Um and yeah just chronic knee issues and um also in that time i was sort of going through this like downward spiral of prescription medication so i was taking a lot of stuff to um you know help you know help with the pain but then help me sleep then stuff to help with my anxiety and the issues that i was dealing with emotionally so i was like on this bit of a a pretty bad cycle and um when i ended up retiring finally i um I made the decision to get off everything completely. So I had a knee replacement and then I made the decision, no no more drugs in my life. So um, I sort of went cold turkey and um, then I had a couple of kids, had my, you know, got life back on track, got everything feeling good and everything again. Only problem was I was about 40 kilos overweight after having two kids and I wanted to get back in the gym and start, you know, trying to, you know, I guess, holistically get myself better which was you know obviously being being physically you know active um being a good parent like being healthy and strong because that's sort of how i'd spent my life um as an athlete so um i started going back to the gym and then i couldn't recover my knee would blow up i couldn't train it would take another two or three weeks for me to get back in the gym um and i just didn't have the time or the resources either to really sort of rehab properly, I guess, if you like, or anything like that. And even when I did, it just hurt so much. I was like, I can't do this. Um, I had too many other priorities. So the opportunity came for me to um, go on a, well, actually, it started before this, to be honest. I'd spoken to one of my old teammates over in America who'd been trying some CBD products and talking openly, you know, in the public about it. And I asked her, I just sort of said, what is it like? She's like, it's fantastic. It's um really helped me she's still playing the WNBA and so I thought maybe I'll give it a crack so I actually made a call to a GP and um took that first step a few years back so that was the first part of it wow it's I mean I'm interested in hearing that just because under the I think it's the world anti-doping code CBD oil has only recently been taken off the the prohibited list or the banned list how did that work? Were you a bit nervous when sort of taking it or what kind of investigation did you have to do around that? I I wasn't nervous about taking it because I'd retired. So, um, you know, and it was 
prescribed by a doctor, so it was completely legal. And um, like I said, with my history with prescription medication and what it sort of done to me, um, what what I felt like I was when I was an athlete, I felt like I was a shell of a human being. I, I feel like I was on a downward spiral. And I'd made the decision, especially when I had kids, that I wasn't going to be taking that stuff again because I wanted to be the best parent that I could be. So I'd heard about CBD, what it can actually do for your body um, and the anti-inflammatory properties that it has. Um, But also, you know, I had to, like, I've had so much pain in my life as well, like physically with my knee and my hips and my back and everything, that I had to make a decision, you know, for me, like what was the most important thing? I want to be active. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be pain-free. Um, so I was willing to give it a shot, you know, and, and like I said, it was, there is a huge stigma around medicinal cannabis. And I think um, when I had the discussion with my parents who are, you know, ultra traditional people and, you know, you, you talk about weed or anything around them, it's frowns and very uncomfortable and things like that. But we had an actual discussion um, and they were really supportive. They, were, they went and did their research, they read about it, and they were like, no, we think you should try this. Um, we think mm. it'll help you. But they'd seen how bad I'd gotten on the other stuff, you know. So, so that's did, what happened. Do you think it, Did it live up to your expectations in terms of what, you know, you were told versus when you actually, you know, tried it? Well, probably because I'd heard that, it, like, it really in terms of, what it does for you physically. Um, I'd heard that it actually helped a lot of people, particularly athletes, and athletes were using it to recover. So I sort of had an expectation that it would, you know, do do something or help me a little bit. Um, and it did. Like straight away I started feeling better, especially in my knee. Um, but that was for me, and I don't know if it works for everybody like that, but um, it's, it's one of those things where it... <laughs> like psychologically it had no effect on me whatsoever. So I, I really felt like I wasn't doing anything um, different. I mean, other than taking the oil, which has been hugely beneficial to my recovery and my comeback. Can I ask, um, so back in, back in the day, like back when you were, you know, peak basketballing, um, what would be your sort of medical regime following a game? Because I've spoken to, um, you know, I've got a sort of a, a few. Um, I should be talking about that publicly, but it's, <laughs> I've got like a, um, you know, a few sort of like the the other guys on the eleven ball with us, like Damien Hardwick, and the, you know, and these other guys that played footy as well, and they just said they would just guzzle any inflammatories, like it was going out of fashion with no, not knowing what it was doing to their guts. Is that kind of what you would do with just a handful of kind of ibuprofen and into it and? Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, anti-inflammatories, obviously. Um, we used to, in America, I can't even remember what the name of the drug was, but there was um, these, it was ibuprofen pills that were yeah. like 1,000 milligram pills. Oy. So, yeah, we could get, they were huge, but we get bottles of them. And, um, yeah, like that, they became a very good friend of mine over the years. Um, but it wasn't, look, I think... For me, like I said, it, it wasn't just the anti-inflammatories. It was the painkillers. It was the other stuff that I was on too. And it got to a point where I really, I did not, I felt like I was walking around in just a absolute, just a, like a zone. I wasn't, I was a zombie. Yeah. I wasn't myself anymore. I was a shell of a human being and I was miserable, you know, I was struggling. So um, to have gotten out of that and yeah, I, I'm very proud of myself. So it's probably, probably safe to say you would have, uh, 
appreciate it if that was available during the time you're actually playing, I imagine. If there was an option, um, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, it mm. would have been. It just, I think it does become a pretty um, messy cycle when you're a professional athlete, you've got to perform. Um, for for female athletes in particular, we're, cons- we're playing year round, you know, to make that money. It's not something, you can't just go to one conference or one league and play in that league for six months and then recover. You have to play 12 months of the year. So there's a huge focus on, um, you know, just making sure that you're staying healthy and you do anything to stay healthy. Well, I did, and it cut my career really, really short. And the other part of that too is, um, you know, if you're playing for three or four teams a year, you've got three or four different doctors as well prescribing medications and things for you as well. So there's no consistency um, really across the board and you just, you do what you're told, you take what you're told and it's a cycle, you know. That's a good point about the multiple doctors. I didn't think about that actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now she's just got one fantastic doctor looking after her. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) I don't know. I've never met him. Uh, Would you, you you would you have described cannabis as a performance enhancing drug? No way. (laughs) No, I, for me personally, is like I said, it's the anti-inflammatory properties and the way it helps my body recover after, after sessions. So when I'm loading, the, the more I load, the more my body flares up. And um, what I found, especially when I started training back on court and everything before I stopped taking it, um, I, I was just able to recover quicker after these sessions. So instead of being able to do one session a week on court, I was doing two. You know, and it just helped that that process along a little bit quicker. So um, that was to me probably the most eye opening thing. And and yeah, I wanted to tell my story because I I think that if it's helped me this much, and I know how much pain I was in, I I know it can help other people as well. But they've got to want to be helped, and I think that's um, that was for me the the biggest factor. So I want to ask a little bit about, we've talked about the the physical toll that, you know, performing at the highest level, mm. you know, can cause. But once you sort of started on, on you know, cannabis medicine, what did you notice? Because we, we've sort of, you know, spoken to patient advocates and, and doctors and the like, and they talk about, you know, the pain causes someone to not get a good night's sleep and then that affects mood and mental health. Did you sort of feel like it was a dom- it had a bit of a domino effect once you, you know, started to take it? Oh, no, I, not so much. It, for me, it was just more my the anti-inflammatory, re- like, responses in my body. So, um, you know, I, I still sleep with my kids and it's so, like, I obviously I do a lot of, work in that area um with a different company with resmed so and they've been helping me with my sleep and everything like that too but i think just in terms of what um medicinal cannabis has done for me like during the wake hours is has been incredible and um yeah i mean for me it's just been about that really the anti-inflammatory did, did you uh, where are you at now in terms of your you know I, I imagine you're not shooting hoops every day but what 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 kind of um you know, what's your physical regime like these days and is the inflammatory stuff all under control? No. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I was um, taking, I had to stop taking CBD oil back in March because I was planning on playing um, NBL1 and so obviously we've got to um, conform to the Asada WADA doping um, code. Right. So I went off about a month uh, because I am that, I'm straight-laced, so I always have been in terms of 
you know, being an athlete, just trying to do what I have to do. Um, and so I, you know, I went off it and we applied for a TUE and we've had to jump through a few hoops, which like, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue about it. I think it's that those rules are there for a reason and those processes are there for a reason, but I, um, I'm still waiting for that TUE to come through. Um, so I, I have been off it and look, you know, there's been a few injuries along the way. The old body's still an old body. Um, so it does flare up from time to time. We've just come off the back of two games as well on the weekend in Sydney and a, you know, six hour bus trip home. Um, so I'm definitely feeling a little bit sore and sorry right now, but um, it's... What's a TUE, by the way? Sorry, I actually... Therapeutic use exemption. So it's, um, you can apply for these um, through Sport Integrity Australia. um, And that would mean that I could take the CBD oil without... um, well, if, so, if Lauren's on a Lauren's on, um, so for listeners, everyone, so Lauren's on a, a full spectrum CBD product, which means that there is a very tiny amount of THC left in the product. Um, um, just because there's evidence to show you get a bit of a uh, what's called the entourage effect, so you get a bit of a better effect with all the molecules left in. It's such a, a minuscule amount that look, it would even I don't even think it would be detectable on a roadside drug test or anything like that, but it unfortunately would uh, register if they were to do a urine or blood test. On Lauren. So for her to be able to use it, um, we've had to submit a, 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 an application for a TUE to say that she's able to use this product containing a very, very small amount. Um, and then as Lauren said, it does, there has been some hoops to jump through, lots of assessments and that kind of thing, but we're still in the, in the, in the process of, of getting that through and, and, and fingers crossed. But now looking that she's likely to represent Australia, that we, it, it has to be very strict, done properly because then it'll fall under the water and, and everything, not just Asada. So I was going to say, if anyone's going to have uh get through, jump through the hoops, it'd probably be Lauren. But, uh, <laughs> 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 just ah, this is, listen, this is our podcast. This is what we do. <laughs> the slapstick um, humor. There you go. The process is there for a reason. And you know, we have to, we have to do what we're told, James. <laughs> yes. I know. Could you, could you switch that out for a pure CBD or is that still, Ah, I think we could, yeah. Yeah, you could. because I'm that athlete that won't do it. I won't touch it it's if it's going to get me trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, because what, what drugs are we actually on since March for the pain then? What what drugs are you actually using now? Celebrix. Um, quite a lot of Celebrix. Um, yeah. I'm actually using nitrate patches on my foot where I've had quite a lot of pain in my feet. So, um, yeah. And those, so that's basically what I'm on at the moment. I'm not on any painkillers or anything like that. Um, oh, okay. So not, not the same, to... not the same drugs you're on before medicinal cannabis. Celebrex is still an anti-inflammatory and still, um, you know, does if for someone that's had um, stomach issues from previous overdoing of, of anti-inflammatories, it still does upset your tummy a bit, a bit higher. There's some other. It does. Yeah. Well. And it's also like, I have ulcers in my mouth as well. And I'm not sure whether that's from that, but it's only just flared up. And I'm like, what if this is happening? In my my mouth, I know my stomach's paying for it, but yeah, I have definitely yeah. tummy issues. There's no doubt. So, did you think uh, uh, several years ago you'd be possibly lighting up for the uh, opals? Again? No, I I didn't anticipate I would be back at this point, but um, yeah, I'm still able to move, you know, which is great. It's 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 amazing, really. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. Good to see you back out there. Well. We've got a, I think we've got a camp. So I'm going overseas next week with the national team. And then that's the, I think they're going to make like three final cuts. So I could be cut, which is okay too. <laughs> I just come home to be with my kids. Um, 
but yeah, so we'll see how it all goes. But beyond WADA, is there um, still quite a bit of, you know, social stigma within the professional scene um, around that cannabis? Or do you think people are kind of like, you know what, this thing is just not a big deal? There's Look, I think people are starting to see the benefits of it and understand the benefits. I mean, there's definitely still stigma out there associated with it, but I think in terms of athletes and the new generation of kids coming through, I think they've seen enough to know and understand the science enough um, to understand its benefits. Um, Because haven't the um, NBA stopped? testing for thc i think i have yeah thc as well yeah yeah which is which is really interesting i mean could you see yourself using thc in a medical vein i mean it's certainly i wouldn't describe it as a performance enhancing i was gonna say you wouldn't play for the opals under the influence of thc i wouldn't have thought (laughs) sleep or something like that it definitely becomes a a, an option um to use as a instead of a, a traditional sleeping pill is where we would use some thc and I don't think Lauren would be keen on smoking or inhaling or ripping up, pulling a bong or anything like that, but we could use an oil. <laughs> For me, it's more... Um, to half-time, just... <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade oranges in a, in, a, in a bong. Yeah, it's perfect. It's uh, Look, I the CBD has done everything that I needed it to do. Yeah. Um for me personally, I think everybody's different and I think everyone needs to have those discussions with their own doctor. But for me, um, no, I personally, I probably wouldn't use anything with THC in it purely because of what I've been through with prescription medication and in my history with drugs. I just don't, I've got no interest in anything really. Mm. That's Actually, just me, but that's just me. Just to jump in on the history with drugs, the, the drugs that you were taking before the medicinal cannabis, were you taking opioids in yeah, yeah, like pain, fort, and um, like endone. Because well, I'd had a lot of operations too, so I was on a lot of like harder stuff. Mm. Um, and it was just, it was a lot, and it was for a long time, like over a period of time. So I, um, yeah, so I'm very, very cautious about what I put into my body now. And um, it's, you know, like I said, it's I've got kids, and I just want to make sure that I'm the very best version of myself. So, and that's. That's it. Like, that's exactly how I feel. And that's why I'm here right now talking about CBD oil. Mm, amazing. And it's interesting. But how do you, how do you place Dr. Jim, James Stewart, I'll say rather, um, <laughs> how do you place an opioid versus THC when you're considering, you know, the performance of, of a, of a, you know, a, a, a supreme athlete, let's say. As in, what do you mean? As in, would you say that there's much of a difference between um, an opioid and THC in terms of what it's going to do, or is it giving, you know, competitors an edge in it, or is it making, or is it much harder to play if you've had cannabis yeah. as opposed to? I don't, I don't think either of them. I don't think opioids or THC are performance enhancing. I think what they do is allow the person to perform or to recover, train without pain. Now, whether the, whether you classify that as then okay, they're they're without pain, so therefore they are their performance is going to be better. But I don't think you're enhancing their performance. I think you're bringing someone up to the level they would normally be pain free. It's not as it's not like an anabolic steroid or something where you're going to make them run faster, jump higher. You're just allowing them to 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 perform without pain. But then you know you've got. Obviously, now we're seeing the pandemic coming out with opioids and the addiction and the side effects and all that kind of thing, and the fact that you build up tolerance and need more and more and more versus 
CBD with some added benefit of a bit of THC in there. Hey, you're not going to build up tolerance. It's going to be a lot safer. But arguably is, or not even arguably, isn't it difference in the mechanism that an opioid would mask that pain, whereas uh, CBD might be yes. reparative yeah. in some Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So CBD will be working on the anti-inflammatory side of things, whereas your opioid is just blocking that signal to the brain, letting mm. you know there's pain down there. So yeah, you're getting a... Um, you're getting a therapeutic benefit as well as just marking the pain as well with, with cannabinoid medicine as well. Yeah, which arguably from a sports person's perspective would be... It's a better option. Yeah. yeah. Because you're repairing yeah. and blocking pain. Yeah, interesting. I'd, I'm very curious to see how that would play out as well with the, with the THC function mm. in, in sport as you go along. Uh, do, do you know if... Um, you probably can't comment but um, on who exactly, but if there's other, other sports people you know that are using CBD or, to, or have had success... Honestly, I I don't know, um, but I can tell you that a lot of people have called me, have asked me, have spoken to me about it. It's um, it's unbelievable how many people are like, oh, I would just love to try that, you know. Um, and purely because they're on so many anti-inflammatory medications, it's rife in sport. I mean, anyone that you talk to, athletes, they that's how they get through. They get prescribed anti-inflammatory drugs. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and like I said, when you're at that very high, like high echelon of sport, um, you do whatever you can to stay there. Um, and that's what I did. Like I was caught up in that cycle. And uh, yeah, I know um, if it was available, if it was an option for athletes to try, I, I think it would be very beneficial. And I imagine you would have had quite a few side effects from some of those um, anti-inflammatory drugs that you would have been taking and, and the rest, let's say. But um, And the case with CBD oil, any negative effects at all with with not anything's been? No, I had maybe dry mouth for like, like you know, twenty four hours or something. But um, you know, a nice glass of water sorted that out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds intense. Well, it's not yeah, a bad question because when you think about it, Lauren's had to take herself off the CBD oil. What was it like taking yourself off the opioids? I'm just thinking <laughs> after that amount of time, it probably wasn't so much yeah. fun. No, it was horrible. It was um, my, well, see, my parents at that point, they lived over on the South Coast and um, my mum had to come and stay with me for like, I think it was about two weeks. And I mean, I didn't get out of bed for a week. It was horrible. But, um, you know, and, and look, I really didn't understand how bad it was until that point. It was just, oh God, it was horrible. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, it got me to this point, you know, and um, I, I really feel like I've, I've been so lucky to get through it all when I'm here. I'm able to talk and tell my story because there was a point where I'm pretty sure there were it was more than me worried about me. I think my parents and, and people that were close to me were pretty worried about me for a period of time as well. Yeah, the the rebound that we're witnessing here and the fact that you're in the mix for, for Opal's basketball again is just incredible. Hoops we, rebound. Yeah, is, is sorry, that's what we do. Obviously, you mean, just got to deal with it. The net result of this podcast. <laughs> is just, no, um, we'll, we'll stop at that. But no, Lauren... <laughs> conscious of your time um we're so grateful to have you come on and and you know just talk to us and provide that you know kind of elite athletes perspective on um on you know cbd oil um really excited about your uh you know your next adventures with uh, the opals potentially and um it's just you'll be going in feeling a lot more balanced it would seem off the back of uh everything that that you've come through so yeah, yeah it's great to see it's I don't I don't feel like an elite athlete anymore. I still feel like a single mum, <laughs> you know, and uh, a forty-one year old. But I gee, it's so much more fun now, like playing and like being fully there and just 
loving every minute of it. It's I feel like I'm on borrowed time a little bit, but I it's I can't believe it. No, you're bouncing off the walls. All right. Oh, oh, sorry. Wow. You just had to do one more. Yeah, just, so, yeah, it, was, it was there for the taking. No, but we, we do well, appreciate Lauren, the time. Yeah. No, thanks so much, Lauren. Really no appreciate your time and, and best, best of luck. Thanks. Thank you. Good on you. Take care. Thanks. So we just spoke with, um, with, with Lauren then, and you can uh, – you can see why I, why you know I get frustrated as a as a medicinal cannabis prescriber um, and having to jump through you know hoops to prescribe this when you can see a professional athlete and it's her story isn't uncommon that they uh, they take so many anti-inflammatories opioids and it's not even the you know no one blinked an eye at it um, mm. you've got like she said you've got doctors doctor doctor lots of doctors all prescribing the same things. Um, that just caused these side effects. And, you know, she was, like you said, a shell of a person, didn't know, but she was just doing what doctors were telling her to do to compete, to perform at the highest level. Now we have all this, you know, information, research, studies to show how safe CBD and THC can be, yet we've still got these hoops to, to, to jump through to get someone, you know, t- to be able to use these products. So it, it is frustrating, but hopefully, like by Lauren's story and by sort of what we're doing and, you know, the other athletes that we see and past athletes and that kind of thing, we can get it out there and get get cannabinoid medicine as part of the regular go-to mm. for mm. athletes and, and, and everyday people instead of these horrendous medications that are out there at the moment, mm. you know. I mean, when, you, when you're thinking about it, I know we're talking with Lauren about um, inflammation, but what kinds of injuries can, you know, sports people stand to benefit from medical cannabis. Well, you know, they 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 their bodies get especially let's let's say let's say footy. So they finish a game of AFL, they are just beaten up, you know. They've gone for 2 hours hammer and tongs, every single joint in their body is going to be inflamed. So a common practice would be at the end, okay, bang, here's a, you know, I don't know how many they take. I'm not saying this is happening at the moment, but previously, you know, here's a packet of an inflammatories, packet of ibuprofen or something mm. like that. Now that's going to you know, there's, we know that that's going to give you stomach grief. It sits in your stomach, yeah. it causes ulcers, all this type of thing. So the, that, that's the one thing, inflammation. So CBD is a fantastic anti-inflammatory without the out the burn of the gut, yeah. out the causing ulcers. So getting, you know, they, you know, load someone up with CBD even before a game because you get some prophylactic benefit from getting CBD on board to prevent that inflammation and to protect those joints prior to the game. So people would benefit from CBD loading prior to a game and afterwards as well. Okay. Mm. So, you know, without the side effects. So these type of things, you know, we, ha- we need to do the, the studies on them, but that that would be something to benefit so these athletes. You're kind of seeing it almost like a protein shake before and after. Kind of, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. akin to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like somebody and, – and maybe some examples just for, for people sitting at home, like people understand inflammation, but, you know, what – is that joint pain? Is that knees? Is that back pain? Is of, it, yeah, a bit of everything. Like, you know, joints – yeah, your joint, your knees, your shoulders, your hips, but also, you know, head knocks as well. Okay, so you're going to get inflammation in the brain, the meninges that surround the the, the surround the brain. So you know, head knocked it. You don't have to be even concussed, but you know, footy players, everyone, their, their heads are getting pretty well banged all the time. Mm. That's going to cause slight inflammation in the skull, increase the pr- pr- um, pressure, mm. um, and that can cause issues as well. Headaches, issues concentrating. Mm. 
these type of things. So, you know, there's some good evidence coming out from the States, um, from the NFL, where, you know, they just go in with it. They think because they've got a helmet on, they're, they're not going to do damage. <laughs> they just go in head first. Yeah. Um, then there's some good evidence coming out with, you know, giving people, especially if they've been knocked out, high-dose CBD straight after um, wow. and to see the long-lasting effect of that protection on, on the brain. Um, and there's really good evidence coming out. I've got, um, you know, a couple of high-profile athletes. I've got a, uh, you know, an NRL player um, who suffered, you know, serious post-concussion syndrome. So, so much so the seizures, okay? So that many knocks to the head, yeah, then, then he started, he developed epilepsy. So he was having seizures, brain fog, issues concentrating, all these type of things. And it's not uncommon. I've got a lot of ex-AFL players that have got the same symptoms happening. CBD on board, he hasn't had a seizure since I've started wow. getting CBD on board. He's clear. He's the functioning the best he's ever been. Clarity, focus, mm. these headaches are gone. So, you know. I mean, we, we've heard about that throughout history and even more recently, kind of some of the more neurological Parkinson's, for example, from boxing, things like that, yeah. or potentially even MND, you know, some more... CTE. Yeah. Mm. Are these all... Is that the, the one that gets diagnosed posthumously? What am I thinking of? Um, Using too uh, many big words here for yeah, me. Yeah, no, dumb it down a bit. Too many letters. Yeah, this is the... You need some CBD. I thought you were talking about Michael thing that he's got recently. I'm thinking, hang on. CBD, CTE, MND. So CTE, I'm pretty sure, is the condition that is being diagnosed... Um, after an athlete has died, so for example, oh, this is the Geelong right. player Sam Newman's this, friend, and he no, the one died from the movie they, where the, yeah, the, yeah, and, and basically it's the what they're sort of saying from what I, I read in the media is that you know this is the type of condition that could cause you know real problems. I was going to say real headaches, but Mitch <laughs> would uh, oh. just jump at that. No, but it. it would cause real problems for um, a lot of codes where concussion is sort of a regular feature hmm. of, of the gameplay. Hmm. Um, because, and, and you know, I, I know it's been mooted before that there might in the future be class actions and the like in, in various mm. sports. And, and so, you know, really, is uh, are we doing enough to, you know, to protect? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that, you know, it is becoming more prevalent that that consistent knocks to the head. I mean, it doesn't take a, you know, a Brain, 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 yeah, brain <laughs> yeah. a rocket scientist, whatever to say, yeah, yeah, um, to, to 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 work out that you know continually knocks to the head is not going to do you any favors. Yeah. Um, but now we have the research too to you know do those autopsies to you know to do this the brain scans and that kind of thing now of these ex athletes, um, and see what's actually happened. Um, and and sort of postulate what what's what's going on. And I think a lot of the time it does just come down to. Inflammation. Mm. Inflammation. You, you hit something in your body, no matter what it is, it, it's going to become inflamed. And then that, that affects um, the, its ability to work f properly. Um, and then that affects, you know, how you feel in the body. So, you know, CBD is not only something you take after you feel the to help. CBD is showing properties to be neuroprotective as well. Mm. And like I said, something that, you know, pre-season, get our players... CBD, loading them up with CBD, just getting it on board, circulating around, and then that will give a protective uh, mechanism throughout the season and allow a lot of players, as they're getting older, to play a full season instead of having to have, you know, you've got Buddy and these guys who have got to take games off here and there because mm -hmm. their bodies just can't tolerate it anymore. Yeah. 
you know, uh, there's I haven't got the evidence to prove, but I'm sure if you had these players with you know CBD on board before season, before the game, afterwards, it's going to help them. It's going to yeah. get them. And the good thing about it is, as I always say, is there's no there's bugger all side effects. It's not going to do any any damage. The CBD mm. in the body mm. is is a protectant. It's it's safe to use. You know, it's something that we can get on board and be comfortable that it's 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 not going to do any harm. Which mm. the other drugs we give. You can't say they're not going to do any harm because they, they definitely are. And the, just on that interaction side, I mean, you look at elite athletes and they are almost treated like mice in a lab. Mm-hmm. Everything that they do, their sleep patterns, their nutrition, all the sports medicine, it, it's, you know, so... I good, can good cohort to test on in a way. Yeah, yeah. It, well, just in the sense that... Well, I, I imagine... That, but... And it's also just... You know, a lot of while you're you're talking, I'm thinking about the you know the reasons. I, I agree with you. You know, in terms of the you know people that we have spoken to, um, side effects non-existent really with with mm. CBD. Um, but you do think about how anyone that's nervous or worried about widespread use of cannabis as a medicine in in the field of, of sports medicine is is perhaps looking at it through that lens of. Well, how is it going to interact with the nutrition program for an athlete? How is it going to potentially enhance performance? And that's the sort of, it's a totally different intersection to, because we, in our AltMed podcast, tackle a, a range of topics and, and we've done, you know, drug driving. And, and in that context, it's about impairment and whether it will cause impairment. This is about, I think, just how does that sort of drop into the whole ecosystem of an athlete? Yeah. I'm just curious if you have any thoughts about yeah, that. Yeah, um, it is tricky. I, th- I think the reason that it still um, still hasn't been embraced totally with by the sports, um, you know, fraternity is because of the, still the stigma with cannabis. Yeah. Okay, and you don't want to be out there promoting to your young kids that our athletes are on, are on cannabis. Mm-hmm. But you can because it's not the marijuana, the this you know, this drug that it was perceived as in the 60s and 70s. Mm. Um, if you tuned into my amazing podcast several weeks ago on mm. Old Med, you would know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, the there's this... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear the numbers were great. Um, but, you know, there's this, there's this... You've got your two things. You've got, your, you've got marijuana, this, you know, that uh, every, like a lot of the sort of older generation have that this is this e- evil legal drug and if you do it it's going to lead to heroin and coke it's going to lead to nothing nothing good whereas now we're not talking about that we're talking about cannabis Mm. medicinal cannabis that at the right dose as a medication is safe and should be used it's 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 different things and i think that's why still the governing bodies the sports that kind of thing no one's jumped at it yet because in their mind they're still i think it's still going to be seen that Mm. No, our super one, our stars are all on medicinal cannabis. Therefore, the young kids playing are going to go and you know smoke cones after a game. Mm. I don't think that that would happen, but I think that's what everyone's worried about: is that, mm. that people are going to link medicinal cannabis with illegal marijuana smoking at the back of the shed after a game. Kind well, of. Just, I, yeah, I think I think America did it really well in a sense, kind of well and not well in, in kind of calling it hemp, because they've moved. People see like I'm taking CBD, I'm taking hemp, I'm not taking cannabis. It mm. doesn't feel like it's almost it's the same the thing. It's it's now yeah. they've branded CBD hemp, whereas it's it's anything with cannabinoids in it is cannabis. It's not hemp. Yeah, it's not hemp's, hemp. Hemp's not. Yeah, hemp is a fibrous material, but we call it CBD from America. Some people do because yeah. they branded it this way to kind of get around the laws and get around the stigma. 
And yeah. it's like, so if you're taking CBD, you're taking hemp oil. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not taking medical cannabis, which is yeah. That's weed, why I try. Is, yeah. That's why I always try and use the term cannabis. I never use medical yeah. marijuana. It's, oh, it's, it's cannabis, medicinal yeah. cannabis. But, but yeah. did I hear, so Lauren was talking about how they've effectively stopped screening for THC in the NBA. NBA, yeah, yeah they don't test anymore. So can you imagine... You know, what people anymore. would think if they did that in AFL, NRL. Do well, think... they don't screen for alcohol. Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Like, know, or coffee. Yeah. I was like, say... And they're both drugs. Yeah, like, totally. It's... Back in the day, footballers used to come off the field and have a beer at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and we often say that alcohol is more harmful yes. than cannabis. So yep. can you imagine one of them coming off and just having a quick... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a quick pop. Yeah, having a, yeah. a dart and a VB and a whiskey at halftime <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. 70s or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, a, and a bong, as uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. James puts it. Um, um, we yeah. should probably talk a little bit about Levin. I, I was going to say... Well, we yeah. sort of are, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Lo- so Lauren's on... such an important part of, of Levin and so Dr. James because he's on our medical advisory board, whereas yeah. Lauren's on our sports advisory board. And Lauren's using the Levin C100. Correct, yeah. yes. Nice. Absolutely. Well, she Tom's was. like, if it's sport and cannabis, I am sport and cannabis. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm back at the gym after so many years. I'm basically an athlete, you know, really singing it here. But, um, Tom, it might be good for you to give a bit of a background how you got into, you know, where you are at the moment, how you got into medical cannabis and how the sport and a little bit about where you come from because we usually do that at the start. But mm, And the sport advisory board as well with Levin because we're yeah. getting some good yeah. names on there. Yeah. there now. Well, yeah, I mean, let's start with the sports advisory board because we, we just had had Lauren on. So the other people that we've got, Damien Hardwick, so mm-hmm. three-time AFL premiership coach. I wish it were four, but unfortunately <laughs> it didn't happen. Thanks, Collingwood. <laughs> and then we've got Alistair Clarkson or Clarko. He's got four premierships four AFL premierships, and because it's going to air later, how many, three? I was just going to say, Dimmer also, two, I believe, is a player. So oh, yes. Well, I don't yep. care because I don't, I don't it's all about Richmond. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, I'm an Essendon Was it two for yeah. Essendon? Yeah, what, like 93 and one at Essendon and 2000 one at or something? Port Melbourne. Uh, sorry, oh, Port, uh, Port 2004. Adelaide. Three. Yeah. Four, yeah, yeah. Four. four, yeah, yeah. Four. Very good. Yeah, I'm trying to think back in those yeah, days. Yeah, long-suffering long Bombers fan, but, um, yeah, all these sort of – he's, you know, most well-known, I think, for the, the Richmond I think, Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Thank God we actually got out of that one. <laughs> um, and who else have we got? So Damien Oliver, so racing royalty, I suppose. And then with this podcast going to air a little bit later, we can say that we've got Andrew Johns from – well, oh. is he NRL or he's NRL? NRL. See, there you go. Knights, yeah. So you, you could tell Dr. James is from Queensland and the rest yeah. of us are from Victoria. <laughs> 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 he's a bloody cockroach, though. He's a New we've, South Welshman, so we don't struggle. like him state of origin. Yeah. No, yeah. No, he's, a, he's a superstar, so it's great to have him on, on, on as well. And they're really helpful because so Joey will be coming to our two dinners that we're hosting for doctors in August in Sydney, which will be great. And then, you know, Clarko's doing one for us in Bendigo and one in Melbourne. Dimmer's doing one for us in Melbourne. And Dr. James... James is the the host of all of those dinners, you know, because he's the the medical expert. So for us at Eleven Health, that's what it's what it's about. We've got to have excellent products, but we've also got to have uh, advocacy for medicinal cannabis because stigma kept coming up as mm. this recurring thing. And and you do you hear it's medical marijuana or it's you know it's medical weed and all that sort of stuff. So taking the stigma out of it by having people like those like Lauren Jackson makes a difference because. 
it's not Britney Spears going out there and saying, hey, Pepsi are paying me a few million bucks a year to endorse Pepsi and she's caught drinking a Coke. These are actual athletes that have invested time and money into their body. So, and they're also using it now and getting better. Exactly. Like, uh, so they're practising what they just, preach. You know, because he was an ex-player as well. He's just, you know, he's a new man, he says, and they're using the, the, the C100. It's just he's, he's sleeping better, all his inflammation's under control. And he's, he's another person who said he would guzzle any inflammatories after a game, like grab a handful and just throw them down and his guts mm. are shot like yeah. absolutely shot now mm. and he's just you know cbd and he and he's getting the great results as well but it is good mm. like you said to use these sports stars because people associate with a sports star quite personally you know you see somebody they're they're a, they're a straight up sort of guy that you know that i sort of trust what they're saying it's not they're not your rock stars and that kind of thing you you know how much they're being paid these guys actually are using the product getting benefit and i think that is a really good bridge that levin are doing is they're sport focus they're also investing in a lot of studies as well but then that you know spreads to the general public who we ultimately want to help you know, there's a lot more general public than there are sports stars mm, exactly. and they're the people you know the general public are the people who are going to benefit the most from this you're someone with you know Arnie May with a bit of arthritis get off the anti-inflammatories it's going to rot your guts mm. get on a little bit of CBD oil yeah you know because there are so many people that don't know it's available no and no, I mean no. you know James will attest you probably got someone crying every couple of days going thank god you've put me on this thank stuff god, yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah, it it's changed my life yeah. you know yeah. there's yeah. people that can't sleep properly can't function so yeah, so so that's what we focus at at, at Levin Health is trying to get the the stigma down. And it's yeah. interesting, you know, I was listening to you before say um, how uh, we can't have people saying, oh, you know, that that person's on. You don't want to tie the cannabis to sports people, or you, or you do actually well, in think this about case. Willie Rioli, like these are sorts of you know, place for West Coast. He sat out for two years. And these are the sorts of negative cannabis stories coming out of AFL. Like, but I was, yeah. I was just going to say, like, when you're thinking about sports stars, you're, you're thinking about people who influence. People look up to them. Children look up to them. You, you know, you've got this kind of um, position in society where people look and say, "Well, if it's good enough for him, it's probably good enough to me." I mean, you got to choose your AFL stars. It could be, could be a couple. <laughs> you got to choose the right one yeah. on, on occasion. But, but generally speaking, you know, these are people in society we look up to. Um, you know, very public profile people and and I think that is a key element to changing the stigma game and changing the the, the dialogue around cannabis in general so influences yeah, yeah exactly yeah but the the legitimate influences if you like <laughs> because the they're practicing what they're preaching but it's like what no comment <laughs> so then <laughs> but even with Lauren you know she was saying she gets heaps of people reaching out to her because she's told her story and and look for Levin health we're a private company at, at the moment but a lot of our investors come from the sporting community and a lot of the and very big names, maybe even bigger than some of the people we've been able to speak about. But mm. those people are practising what they preach in the sense that they're taking it as well and it, and it feeds down. I often talk about the dinner party conversation. Mm. So you have that, that word of mouth. It happened to me just the other day, actually. I was catching up with some former work colleagues mm. and uh, my old boss was saying that his um, wife had just tried some medicinal cannabis from her brother-in-law because she'd had all of the cancer and the pain and all this sort of stuff. And I said, well, you know, why don't you give it a go for some Levin Health? I'll give you a good deal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, they were just taking it on the whim because they were given the bottle and just said, sure. oh, well, let's just see how it goes from the brother-in-law and it was working. So I said, well, let's get you onto a prescriber, let's get you onto a, a proper dosing Clinically regime. Dosed. And then yeah. suddenly, you know, hey, presto, and they're already telling 
all of their friends about it because yeah. so many people are in the same boat at a certain age or stage in their life. It's kind of like what Lauren said about, you know, be, being public with it and then everyone coming out of the woodworks. Mm. Oh, hey, I, hey, I'd yeah, really yeah, like to try yeah, that. Yeah. Mm. We have that all the time. Like we speak to people and they're like, oh, what are you doing you know, in medical campus? Oh, you know, my... My sister got that from America and I actually yeah. tried that. And it, uh, it, it did something for her, you know, or, or it did nothing. You're like, well, where did it? Yeah, the did what, nothing. The, I always where, go, yeah, well, yeah, what do was you actually know what you, you even try? bought from yeah. the USA? Hey, you know, you try and get something for? with a script over here. Yeah, yeah. Actually. yeah. just uh, Uncle Jim's uh, snake oil. Oh, I shouldn't say <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> that snake oil. No, that's Dr. Jim's snake oil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dr. Jim's snake oil. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why it is actually very important that you go see a doctor who actually understands what they're talking about because so often you, you've got a lot of people that you know might have a sports injury and they go to their doctor and the doctor says ah that doesn't work that's just that's just hippie hippie fodder yeah you know um so it's what did i hear it referred to the other day jazz cabbage so it's jazz just, cabbage. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one that's a good oh, jazz cabbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah very yeah. good yeah. but um <laughs> but you know you've got to try dr jim's jazz the branding's just coming out yeah. of something beautiful yeah, yeah this is just a workshop get the whiteboard out but no you do like you know for for um you know, you do have to see someone, um, you know, a, a prescriber who knows what they're talking about. And it is unfortunate that you still have, there are doctors out there who still will, you know, straight away fob it off, poo-poo, cannabis, you know, because uh, in their mind it's still this nasty marijuana that's going to, you know, they haven't, mm. it's a shame. They There's enough evidence out there to show that there's benefit and that it's safe. And it's a shame that some of the doctors don't, don't, you know, if someone, if there was something out there that I didn't understand but it, I, I could see that it was working, and if I didn't understand it, I wouldn't fob it off. I would say, look, I don't know much about it. I think there's evidence out there. Find someone who does. And that's yeah. what they should be doing. They shouldn't just go, you know, I had a patient today that she spoke to a GP and she said three times she spoke to a GP and he's gone, no, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't work. Like, mm. and just, which is, which is crap. Yeah. You know, it should be, it should be, you know, you should just say, I don't understand it. Go see a doctor that, that how, does. Like, how do we get to that point where you have two two doctors, both been, both the GPs, been through, Medical school, one says it doesn't work, one says it works. Oh, it's just, it, you know, in any, in any industry, there's, you know, you've got two sides of the table kind of thing. And I think it's just about having an open mind. And, um, you know, you, you can, you're, you're able to change your mind. You know, you, if you thought back in the day, you know, and I did growing up that cannabis was a, a, a gateway drug. We all do. It was all it was drummed into us at school. But you can, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to be presented with new evidence and change your mind. You don't have to be fixated. And unfortunately, um, a lot of doctors are stuck in their way. And they, but you know, understandably, they also want to see the evidence as well. Yeah. And as we know, we don't have the big studies done yet. Levin are putting some money into doing some studies, which is great. And, and, and you know, we're starting to get those numbers across, which doctors do want to see. We do, do like to see a lot of evidence based medicine. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you've just got to. It, it, you know, have a look what's out there. There's enough anecdotal stuff out there. I've got enough patients, you know, a couple of thousand patients is enough for me to say, right, this is bloody, this works. Yeah, okay. well, anecdotal, right? Like this is the part that confuses me is that, you know, and, and of course, you know, randomized control trial phase three data, all that is, is you know, the gold standard. Mm. But to the extent that you have, you know, particular drugs like opioids or something, and, and if it's not working for someone, those drugs that have all that data Mm. They're literally treatment resistant or whatever, and they're just at their wits' end, and they're just yep. thinking, "I don't think I'm ever going to be able to fix this problem." Yeah, 
I mean, surely anecdotal evidence is okay at that point. Oh, you'd think so, yeah. Uh, and just, especially there's if it's, not a toilet in here for those. You know, at home, for people not, not watching James. the video. Yeah. Also known as the water boy. Uh, <laughs> but that's it. And, you know, like, and, and, it, and it's safe. The, the flip side to that, that, uh, that um, whole conversation is that you've got heaps of drugs with clinical data and we're finding that they're not so amazing exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So with it's like, the side effects. Who do we trust, yeah. Dr. Jim? Yeah. <laughs> But the jazz, at least let those people have a go, cabin. to your point. You know, yeah, they've been absolutely. 20 years and something's not working, it's stopped working, their life's a yeah. disaster. What have they got to lose? Hence yeah. refractory pain, yeah. et cetera, mm. for the conditions. Yeah. But, yeah, it makes sense. Just, uh, yeah. But I think some of those doctors too, some of them are anti-cannabis, but some of them are also scared of the unknown, so yeah, they come across as anti-cannabis. You know, they're a bit older. You don't want to learn something. You're, you know, you're in your final sort of five years of, of GP and you can't be asked learning, you know, something, a new, yeah. a new thing, but don't fob it off just send just you don't say APRA on the line as well a lot yeah, of doctors well, they think or, yeah. they think yeah they think they're gonna you know I'm gonna prescribe cannabis they, they're they gonna go and buy it and they're gonna go and sell it on the street and it's gonna come back that I was the dealer on the which is no it doesn't yeah. happen like that but you know I think you know I think we can all agree that it, it's not a performance enhancing drug which is what we sort of mm. you know, with the mm. sports side of things mm. as well so I don't know you know I'd like to see why it was bought in well, initially, why it was banned, you know, mm. the, the stuff I'm going through with Lauren and, and submitting the case for her is, you know, I, I'd like to question, okay, if it's not approved, please tell me why it was banned initially. Was it banned just because it was considered because it was considered illegal? Yeah. Okay, if that's if that's the case, well, we can now say that, okay, that's not a legitimate reason to ban something just because you thought it was a, an illegal substance. So now why is it still banned? Yeah. Why isn't well, it, it, that's, yeah. well it, I mean, it would have been, say, it's a Schedule 8 drug. Yeah. But we've got other Schedule 8s that I they know. can take. Like, it's not, does, you know, I can understand sense, anabolic actually. steroids. Anything that is clearly going to enhance your performance, yes, they can't be allowed. This does not. It does not. It had to performance. Yeah, and, even and, and, THC, p- performance reduction. Exactly. Maybe a shooter, like an actual gun where you need to be chilled and or like a, and calm, <laughs> yeah. they might benefit from THC. Oh, maybe. So so like that, yeah, yeah the, the, the clay bit... pigeon would have flown past. <laughs> yeah. 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 I recognise it. A bit of a technical <laughs> question, and I don't know if this might be left field, but with those therapeutic use exemption applications mm-hmm. and all that stuff that you're going through with, with yeah. Lauren, who bears the onus of proof? Do they have to prove that cannabis is performance enhancing or do you have to prove that it's not performance enhancing? Here's the enhancing? lawyer. Yeah, okay. I don't oh, know. I okay. don't know. So so, so from what I've learned, because I was getting quite frustrated with um, with, the, with the process, but what, you know, the guys at the, the governing body said, we've got a protocol you have to follow and, and, and this, is the, this is the data we need. You know, what Lauren, what Lauren was experiencing previously, all her injuries, blah, 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 blah. What she's had done, what she was taking previously, what hasn't worked, why she's on the on the new product, and what benefit it's giving, and why mm. she should continue to take it. I don't think I'm proving that it's not performance enhancing in a way. Mm. I don't think. I think no. I'm just saying why she should be allowed to take it. Yeah, because yeah, because it's an assumption that it, it, well, it is on a, a band. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a trace amount THC. Yeah. So it's like, I accept that it's banned. It's, I think it's silly that it's banned, but that's my own view. And 
I'm just seeking an exemption because yes. it's a low, yeah. It's because like, it's so yeah. low, yeah. And to me, that's it seems very straightforward. But unfortunately, they have a, a process they've got to do, which I appreciate, mm. um, to go through. But it's just taking so long. Like, it is so long. And you can hear us speaking to Lauren that she's battling now yeah. by not having this product on board. Her, her foot's blowing up. She's, you know. Yeah, she's been off and, for three, months, three or four months or yeah, something. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we want her best she can be. She's going to go and play for Australia. We want her Absolutely. powering along. So... Maybe the governing body are from the other countries and don't want her out there. Yeah, representing her. It's a conspiracy. You heard it, it is. here first. <laughs> it Most of <is>. <laughs> Well, I did uh, as a I, yeah as an in fan have to say I, I still remember when all the players learned their fate somewhere in Europe. I, I can't remember, but when they had the the saga or the, the uh, scandal at the club, and yeah, it's just this complex web, and you have domestic rules and codes yep. and then you have the the water i mean, I mean it's yeah it would be a minefield to navigate yeah I see i'd love um you know something like afl where we're the only country that plays it mm. like i think they could take a stance and say you know we're happy for we're happy for a, a product like a c100 that has a small amount of thc in it or something to be used in our in our mm. athletes because we don't have to apply to the world anti-doping because we're well, the only ones that play Australian football unless we go and play the Irish or whatever that's called, the, that comp yeah, we the do. Gaelic. But, you know, that could be, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why an AFL athlete needs to apply because we're the only ones making the rules. Yeah, Same true. as in the States, you know, the NFL, that yeah. kind of thing. Even yeah. if you had to start, just point. to start with a pure CBD, yeah. just, to, you just to get it rolling. Yeah. Do you know anyone? Was there some <laughs> government funding, though, that's tied to this mm. for the AFL? I if, reckon years ago there was something to do with they get – X number of dollars from the government, and that's why they can't go against WADA. There's something. There's oh. something. There's, there's something. There's always money involved. There's something. Yeah. Something there for sure. Mm. But I take the point that at least we're in sort of a. Yeah, it's a good point. One we can system do it domestically that, like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, a lot of their ex players are taking it. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 in my mind, it's it's too late. You've given them the gut damage. They've already got the arthritis in the knee. Yeah. They're now needing higher doses and going to be needed taking it longer. You've got these guys with post-concussion syndrome that could potentially benefit from taking it earlier prior to getting these but, symptoms. But can they? Okay, that's my, my sort of question then is, it, given WADA has sort of removed CBD at least from the yeah. banned substances list, isn't it the case that a current NRL and AFL player can actually right now take CBD oil as part of their recovery if it's just an isolate in a Yeah, oil, technically they right? should be able to too, but you need the, to get it by the club. Right. You need to get it by the club doctor. Right. And a lot of the time the club doctors and the club are just like, no, we will not have our patient on uh, our player tape. on CBD yeah. because in their mind CBD is cannabis, cannabis is marijuana, they're going to go and have wild orgies on heroin. Yeah. Which, they, which is a genetic, the, general link, which yeah, is... Which natural, is natural, 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 natural. Probably not a good example. I think I need uh, some more CBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good. So you, if anyone's looking for a, a pro team uh, doctor... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that it's it's interesting that that gateway drug mentality is... It, it seems like a really poor excuse as to why somebody shouldn't take a drug because they might take another drug. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. And it's, you know, people... It's like these guys are already taking 400 drugs. Yeah. And people automatically assume with cannabis, the worst is going to happen. You know, they, they assume that you have any type of cannabis product, you're going to flip out, get psychosis, you're gone. 
and and everyone relates back to either a bad experience or a bad experience their friend had with one with one try of cannabis back in the, someone's garage when they were sixteen they greened out something like that, which is not the case. If that was the case, then you would relate anyone who said, "Let's go, I, I might go and have a drink." I relate that to someone downing a bottle of absinthe and throwing up and carrying on. Therefore, I'm not going to touch any alcohol. Mm, yeah. You know, they make that jump that it, any small kind of is is the same as having a huge amount of THC, which doesn't agree with anyone. There's it's it, which is a shame. It, you know, it needs to be again brought back in that you've got your CBD and THC and under medication. You know, but there's that nuance again, Doctor. It's Jim. also uh, how, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're also comparing that THC with like somebody's. Moonshine that they've uh, yeah exactly kind of, yeah formulated the in the bar oh, yeah hydro. that's a good one yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. yeah I had a really bad time when I drank pure ethanol out of some guy's <laughs> bathtub yeah Billy Bob's I don't know why I'm never going to drink I'm never going to have a beer but it's a good point because we're really talking about a high THC flower that somebody's rolling up into a cone and smoking out the back and getting hammered versus a a lovely oil made in a GMP facility that's got traces of THC. They're very, very different products and they use very, very different ways. If people could see the factories and the labs and the facilities that these medicinal cannabis products and the scrutiny that they go under, yes. you would cons- everyone would go, okay, right, this is a legit, rigid edge, proper well, medication. Uh, you know, because- opium comes from poppies. Yeah, Tazzy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same 70% thing. of the world's production, I think. And we're, they're fine to give to, you know. But yeah. I, I think as well, just as, as a broader comment, I, I think just drugs in sport generally, I know that there's been discussion about does the AFL and other codes need to rethink their drugs policy because you can... Illegal drugs you're talking about yeah, here, and, on off-season, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and this is, I think, what plays into the stigma around taking something that's in that camp and then saying, I suppose it's got a foot in both doors you could say at the moment at cannabis yeah. yeah cannabis can be considered as an illegal one that shouldn't be done off well marijuana a legal one off season so that I guess makes it tricky because you kind of got the lines blurred there yeah. because there's not you know there's not a, a a legal or medical amount of cocaine you can have during the season but then on the off season you know it's it's you don't want it I think you're not meant to have it in the off season either no that's what I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, that's what you, I mean. you just don't live stream it on Instagram yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make filming you're doing it um, so yeah I think that that again is I know, can, can, it, cannabis has got an uphill battle it's got to you know it's got to break this stigma it's got to break this you know negative context it's been just thrust onto us and I think we're going about the right way and you know Levin with their advisory board uh, sport advisory board and Getting athletes like Lauren talking about it is—it's a foot in the right—it's mm. the right direction. Still got a, a bit of bit of ground to go. You can say the same thing though about you know other drugs, or even opioids or benzos or or you know Xanax or whatever. If you don't have a script, you shouldn't be taking that. Mm. You know, even mm. in the off season, mm. really, like you, mm. that's illegal. Yes, it's illegal for anyone. Yeah, even sports players. <laughs> yeah, true that. If you don't have a prescription, um, you can't. You know what I mean? It. So I can't see how it's very different. And I know this is a cannabis. Uh, centric conversation, but could you ever see, you know, maybe psilocybin? I knew you were going there. I just knew it. It's old men, all right? I just knew it. In what context? Have you got the teapot brewing? I need to just take me through it. This will be great. I'm curious. I'm not sure. Is there is there an application for for other other psychedelics? No, no, not no. What about the trauma of not winning the flag though? 
Um, yeah. Afterwards, baby. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean. But no, not not. <laughs> ever, no. You're, you're still a side. Sounds like yeah. bridge too far. We're talking about far. a bridge over troubled water. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I had to ask, you know, because cannabis gateway drug and all that. So I just wanted to find out. Ah, uh, yes. No, no, no. I don't think. I don't think there'd be uh, for psychedelics. No. Look, yeah. maybe the North Melbourne plays with their PTSD for such a <laughs> sort of going awful in Monday season. morning each yeah. week and having a clinically supervised. I hear there's that, a few that could, that could really help. players taking MDMA in case, just in case. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> you've seen it firsthand, have you? Uh, well, I've been no. known to frequent a couple. I was going to say no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no comment. No comment. Luckily, this podcast being edited. Yes. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Um, very interesting. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that. Almost, us. almost a wrap. I just have one last question about Levin. Last one. I, no, no. I, just... I want to wrap it. No. Okay. I'm I'm wrap it. No. I just, I just want to know. So, in terms then of. Yeah, the advisory board, the events that you guys are doing, the dinner. What is sort of, mm. where do you sort of want to get to with, with everything, Levin? Is it just about awareness and removing stigma or are there some other kind of... Well, it's making it a, a legitimate medicinal option, really. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't have to be on on the fringes. And, you know, that mm. we don't have to be a medicinal cannabis company. We can yeah. be a pharmaceutical company, yeah. that it's part of the tool belt. So. Yep. That, that, that's really what we want at the end of the day. And I think that's where the industry's going. You know, there's what, say, 20 to 30 brands at the moment. Mm. I mean, it's consolidate or liquidate, really. Yeah. Um, and in order to be treated like a quote-unquote proper drug, mm. um, you need to be a, able to be a, a pharmaceutical yeah. and not medicinal cannabis. So, yeah, it's taking it from medical marijuana terminology to medicinal cannabis to... Hey, it's just but, but medicinal also, cannabis just, like any other yeah, drug. Just something you use on, you know, yeah. Well, instead uh, exactly. of going and getting a, a, a paracetamol or a ibuprofen from the, after a game, you go and get a CBD um, yeah. a couple of tablet over the counter and that's mm. the way it should go, hopefully, and hopefully it will. And, and I think you guys are different in that respect that you've got these, you know, really high-profile community role models standing behind it. And I, I don't see other companies doing it. I think it's great because it, it really is... Mm. Hoping to spread the message. You got uh, Dr. Jiminy's jazz lettuce, uh, jazz cabbage jazz involved. Lettuce, jazz, uh, lettuce. jazz lettuce, jazz, jazz cabbage. cabbage. Jazz cabbage. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about it. When, when it goes wreck, that's my my first label. <laughs> jazz, right, oh. Dr. Jim's jazz cabbage. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll copyright it straight up. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, thank you so much, guys. Really great. Thanks for having us. Guys, have you on and and to, to thank share you, Lauren. Your thank insights. you, guys. Yeah, it's great Pleasure. to tackle a topic we hadn't. Touch before. It was this. nice hearing Dr. James talking about medicine and not just the history. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you've been no. to our dinners. No. I <laughs> loved the history, Jim. And it was really come good. Come back and do part two, three. However, we'll like. part three next one. Will yeah. we? Yeah. But no, th big thanks to, to Lauren uh, as well um, for sort of you know it takes you know for her to come out and say that she's using it. She's uh, using CBD products. And, you know, it is a step forward, um, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. which is great. And yep. I hope my more athletes can um, can do that. And um, yeah, and also um, you know general sports people out there, you don't have to be a superstar to yeah. to, to benefit from these products. So if it, um, you know if anyone's out there and they've got aches and pains from weekend warriors and that kind of thing, you too can benefit from 
from CBD and medicinal cannabis products. So find a doctor that's willing uh, to, to prescribe and knows what to do. Um, and then, yeah, you can, you can get the benefits as well. It doesn't have to be something you need to be scared of or hide away from or worried about. Um, you'll be in good hands if you come and see a, 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 a trained doctor. So totally get into it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope uh, what a story it would be, by the way, if we do see Lauren actually make. Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable. Yeah, That's probably the awesome. best billboard for medical. Holy moly, isn't it? But you couldn't get a better one. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like if she makes the Aussie team 41. Yeah. Like, from, where she, from where That's she's been, comeback. like from, you know, she tells me she, she had couldn't even play with the kids, like just in so much pain mm, wow. to now about to be back on the output. Like, like, come on, that's yeah. got to be It's a... done such an amazing job. They should take it away from her. Like, as they've oh. just done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm glad we were able to squeeze in a little sliver of, of her time before she jets off to America. So, yeah, yeah. thanks for organising it, guys. Time. Appreciate your time and, and your insights. And until the next one, take well, care. Well, we're, we're wanting, we're wanting – um, Time to bring some more sports stars on. It's good for our ratings. <laughs> I'm basically just a pimp with sports stars. There's no sports, doubt about it. I'll just have to get the suit to wrap. It's a good niche. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll tell you, it works. No, thanks for having us, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate Cheers. That.